Welcome to the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, conversations with spiritual teachers and thought leaders to help empower women to honor all facets of her human experience through vulnerability, compassion, and authenticity. Through spiritual principles, self-care, and ritual, we are gathered here to be the light we wish to see in the world as we inspire the rise of authentic feminine leadership. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, creative soul behind Shamanessa Godessa, and here I'll be sharing with you personal insights as well as authentic conversations with modern medicine women and entrepreneurs alike to inspire you to stay true to your soul by embracing and unleashing your inner wild women as you embark on your journey to help serve the highest good. We are here to support you as you go forth and share your medicine with the world. If you've enjoyed this conversation, subscribe to the Sovereign Goddess podcast channel and leave a review. Keep up with your Sovereign Sisters by using our hashtag Sovereign Goddess. I invite you to connect with me on Instagram at Shamanessa Godessa. If you're hearing the call and are ready to thrive, join the Sovereign Sisterhood by visiting sabrinariccio.com. Welcome to the first episode of the Sovereign Goddess podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and to share with you this journey. Oh my God, I have no idea where it's going to take us, but I heard the call and here it is. (laughs) So my name's Sabrina Riccio and I'm the creative soul behind Shamanessa Godessa and I really wanted to come together here and create this podcast, the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, to really bring in conversations with like-minded spiritual teachers and these thought leaders that, deep in my heart, I feel like they're here to help anchor in this new paradigm. I feel that there is a huge uprising of feminine leadership and it's unlike anything we've really seen well at least in a long time it's a space of authenticity you know it's really wild because um the way that all of this kind of has presented itself I never thought I would be doing this podcast and um so yeah so my name's Sabrina Riccio and I'm the founder of Shamanessa Godessa and what Shamanessa Godessa is, it's a platform for Aquarian women, as in women of this new era that we've witnessed since the shift of 2012, this Aquarian age. And what it is, it's a platform for these women to feel supported and these women to authentically be themselves and my intention is to give them permission to shine their light and to be the light we wish to see in the world. So what I want to do here on this wonderful podcast that's coming to you, I really wanted to honor these women women that have the same kind of shared vision that I have. And these are going to be really authentic conversations with modern medicine women and these entrepreneurs alike to help inspire you to stay true to your soul. Um, I really want you to connect to your truth, and I want you to build your queendom with grace. Now, what is building this queendom? It's, it's, to me, it's reclaiming your sovereignty. 
and to reclaim your sovereignty is for you to stay true to your soul. And you're paving the road as you stay honest and you stay connected and you stay real to what it is your heart really wants. And we need to be able to tune in to that space. And a lot of us have become numb. We're seeing a lot of people with that are asleep temporarily and we want them to wake up. We're here to help them wake up by us waking up ourselves. When we know that the inner is creating the outer, we're bound to see something incredible if we honor and love ourself, all facets of this human experience, our journey, and to know that all of it's been perfect. So this is this is my intention for the Sovereign Goddess podcast. I really want to connect with spiritual principles and self-care and ritual to inspire this authentic feminine leadership because a lot of women have felt like, you know, their voice hasn't mattered or, you know, their, uh, their opinion, you know, about what's true to their heart. It doesn't matter because you can't say it because of fear. And I want you to know that there is no fear. So I'm really excited to see how this all unfolds. I know the way that I work now, (laughs) spirit is guiding through this. I am staying open and trusting the plan and I'm honoring it and I'm holding the vision. And my vision with this podcast is to help women awaken and to help women thrive. I really want to see, well, I'm here to see, I am seeing this powerful connection of sisterhood and cooperation and, you know, this strong unity consciousness that we have felt coming. And what we've been seeing in the world up until now is a lot of people who are afraid to trust, afraid to trust love and afraid to step into the unknown. And a lot of these interviews that I'm going to be doing with um, some thought leaders and spiritual teachers alike, I really, I'm here to help share their story too, because clearly like they never, a lot of them probably never thought that this is what they would be doing. I know for me, I'd never thought that this is what I would be doing. I never really knew what I would be doing. Um, I just knew I'd be helping people and I, you know, I wanted to be a pediatrician when I was, when I was a kid and I really, you know, I got accepted to nursing school going into freshman year of college, but, um, my best friend, uh, she passed away and then my grandfather died two weeks later. So I kind of like needed to grieve that. And, um, I decided to move down and go to San Diego and study there, but I was so lost. And that journey of me being lost and me numbing and, you know, me pushing almost 200 pounds because I was eating my emotions and not taking care of my body and just really not being aware of my life. I was on the verge of suicide. I remember calling a suicide hotline once and that's when I knew I needed help and that's when I knew I needed to change my life. And it was really scary. And, you know, throughout this journey, there's been dark roads, but this was all before I became spiritually awakened and I had the tools. So what I feel like is happening is that's what a lot of 
our brothers and sisters are going through right now. They're going through that shaking before the awakening. And the best thing that we can do is really hold space for them. And, you know, we're all in this together. And all of this is part of this divine plan that's going to help serve the highest benevolence of love and compassion. And we really don't know where it's going to take us, but as we develop that sense of self and, you know, we decide, we decide that now is the time that we need to start loving ourselves. And, you know, we believe in some higher power or we have these daily rituals to help keep us grounded and centered and we're taking care of our bodies and being aware of the people who are around us and truly just living with intention. That's when we start to see our life change. I mean, it's really wild to think like before, about five months ago, I was still afraid to come out of the spiritual closet and to shine my light. I got the message like years ago that I needed to come out and shine, but I didn't think I was worthy and I was really afraid and I was still working through a debilitating PTSD trauma for doing my best to be an activist to speak my truth years ago, but my intention, my intention was there, but I wasn't healthy and I was, I needed to give back to myself. I needed to honor myself and I needed to really get to know me for the first time in my life. And it was a really rough road. I'm not going to say it was all rainbows and butterflies because it was really dark. Like I said, up until five months ago, I was in hibernation, essentially. Like, I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. I did a lot of trainings. I worked. My my energy was more so in healing myself and, you know, really being my own guru. And that's what I want you to be. I want you to be your own guru. I don't, like, you can go and you can talk to teachers, but they're not going to be the end-all result of the answer to what it is you need to do. You need to do the work. And... It's not always fun, but it can be easier, it can come with ease, I should say. It can come with ease when you realize you don't have to do it on your own. And you are always supported. You have so many angels and guides with you, and they are there to help you because they are part of you. When you remember that you are part of this oneness, and you remember that this universe is a friendly universe, you're going to be able to go out there and be you. You can reclaim your sovereignty and be you because you're staying true to your heart. And I'm, you know, I'm recording this and this is, I'm recording this the day before this, you know, this crazy election. And this is going to be premiering on this day of the election. And my prayer is that the vibration of this podcast and this station just really hits the heart of the people to wake up and the people to be loved and to be comforted and to know, like, to forgive themselves and to honor the journey. And I really just pray for the people's hearts to be elevated. And my intention for this this podcast channel and this show is to really help people feel safe and to help people love themselves and to help people connect to one another and to honor the earth 
and to honor spirit and to know that spirit speaks to those who listen. I never thought I would be on this road. I never thought it. Like I was deep in my depression, as I said, and back in 2012, I was struck by lightning. And before that, I was in a really, really dark hole. I was going down a dark spiral and I didn't know how to get out. And then I found my way out and it was just getting back to my heart, getting back to my soul, realigning with my truth and knowing that all of this is perfect. All of this is serving some great divine plan that's in the works for all of us that will help honor the planet and honor humanity as we know it. And I've had to learn to trust, and I've had to learn to have patience, and I've had to learn to reclaim my power back and to not be afraid. And when you're in that yucky, mucky stuff, sometimes it's really hard to forget that because you're so caught up in the fear. And it's not real. Like there's a quote in A Course in Miracles, which is, I've been a student of it now for four years. And that was a book that really helped me on my journey and, you know, I became a teacher of it and I, I live by it. I really do. And it's, you know, the first thing that it says is anything that is real cannot be threatened and anything unreal doesn't exist. Herein lies the peace of God. And that is just my go-to That's one of my mantras on everything is love or a call for love. And that's how I've been living my life. I've been living my life as that eagle medicine of just watching and being that observer. You've heard so many teachers talk about this. Like one profound one, of course, was Eckhart Tolle. And I found the power of now when I was on my healing journey in Thailand. I lived there for two months and it was right before my birthday right before I was about to start to um, jump into A Course in Miracles. And here I was at my hostel, and I found an Australian edition of The Power of Now like that someone left behind because people always leave books behind to make their loads lighter, and once they're done with the book, they're not going to carry it around. So it's like an awesome book exchange. And The Power of Now like really helped me... like understand that too. It's like, I have that power right now to choose my reality. And I have the power with my thoughts to choose the life I want to see. That to me is reclaiming sovereignty. It's having the choice to live your life while staying true to being responsible and staying true to yourself. And when you're true to your real self, not your egoic self, when you're true to your real self, you choose you, you're, everything is chosen based off of love. Love is that driving force because that's who you really are. You really are spirit. So before I hopped on, I, it was really interesting. What came to me was, you know, I've, I've been a spiritual rights activist and that's who I am. I'm here. No, I don't want to even say I'm defending spirit because then I'm fighting and believing that there's someone against us, that there's this form of separation, but I'm here to honor the journey and I'm here to honor the sacred and I'm here to recognize spirit in every single breath and everything that I see around me I recognize spirit 
and you know there's there's I'll always go between like different words like spirit god universe none of that really matters because my highest self knows what I'm saying when I'm saying that it's the vibration I'm emanating it's in alignment with that the the labels don't really matter what matters is the force of love and that vibration and so now I choose to live consciously and seeing life from a space where, you know, I can be an alchemist. And when I see the icky stuff come up, I recognize that it's a call for love. And when I see that opportunity come up, I allow myself to sit with it. I allow myself to feel it. And I allow myself to bless it. And I allow it to be released be almost like composted and recycled into something greater that will help serve the highest benevolence. I've chosen to live my life that way, and it hasn't been easy. As you know, I go through this journey, I'm recognizing more of the people I once connected with and seeing where they are and honoring them, but also knowing that I can't have anyone or anything hold me back from radiating my light. I'm doing that for myself. It's like when you know when to say no and when do you know when to say bye. And I choose to surround myself and put myself in situations that supports my highest good, that supports the highest good. And if the times come up where things are thrown my way, I honor it and I know that it's coming to me because I have something that can really help it. So I want you to... Be aware anytime you get those icky thoughts, it's because you're tapping into the collective unconscious and you're tapping into something from either your past that you haven't really forgiven and that you've repressed or you're tapping mostly that because that's your reflection, but you're also tapping into the things around you, the people around you. We're all in this crazy web together. And so when you feel those icky thoughts, they're not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Just always remember that you are not your thoughts. So choose this as see this as an opportunity to choose love and to choose being the conduit to help shift and transmute that. That is the alchemist. That is what the alchemist is. And as a, I like to call myself a soulistic alchemist, because I recognize that the soul is part of everything, spirit is part of the whole picture. And so with me, I'm looking at the whole picture as to life. And I'm looking at the whole picture as to how can I best serve. That's my prayer every day when I first wake up. How can I best serve? How can I best serve? So as a Kundalini Yoga teacher, you know, I'm able to tap into these teachings that allows me to navigate through this time and space right now and to offer compassion and to recognize the other person is me and to understand that there's a way through every block and to understand that as I vibrate the cosmos, you know, the path shall be cleared. I understand these things. And I'm able to use that as my driving force with my life. I'm able to recognize But I'm here for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I'm here for some reason. And as long as I stay true to listening to what spirit 
wants to share with me, I trust that I will be guided to something extraordinary. And I want to inspire you to believe and to know that you have the power to create anything you want. You have the choice to create a life of so much love. Love is such a higher vibration than the dark hate, the loneliness, all of those, they don't, they don't manifest as quickly. It's not your natural birthright to feel all those things. Your natural, your natural birthright is to feel happy and your natural birthright is to feel holy. You are here to really live a life of abundant love and abundant compassion and abundant adventure. We've steered away from it for a little bit, but we're all waking up and it's so beautiful. We were distracted for years, 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 but we're remembering what was true and remembering what is true and remembering our truth. And we're knowing that we're here just not to pay the bills and get through with life we're here to make something of it and we're here to make this world a better place we're here to make it better than when we first got here we're here to share the gifts that have been given to us so that we may help our brothers and sisters we may help the planet we may help humanity this is why we've come here in this moment right now we're here because we can handle what's at it what's coming at us right now we've got this we just have to stay true to ourselves. We just have to honor ourselves. We have to be our own best friend. And we can go out and create the life that we want. And I'm here because I want you to create a life that you love, whatever that looks like for you. If that means starting your own business or being part of this collaboration of business or whatever means it is that you want to create to make this space centered on love and compassion and this place to be radiating with light and community and oneness and unity. You have that power. It's up to you to create that world. It's up to you to understand that you are worthy of it. It's up to you to really connect with your heart and to be aware and to live with intention as to your daily practices. There are things that we're going to be talking on here that, you know, are just tips and advice that have helped us along the way. And if it resonates with you, cool, run with it. If it doesn't, just simply just pass it on. If it resonates with you, please, we ask you to run with it. The time is now for us to really stand up, to be courageous, to be vulnerable, to be authentic, to be real. And I want you to know you're really supported during this time. I want you to know that the best is yet to come because as you discover more and more of who you are and you start stepping more and more into your truth, that's how you witness the heaven on earth. It's a thought. All of this is a thought. And you have the option and the opportunity to really step up and choose with your own thoughts. Radiate your light. Be your true self. This is the time. You're here to do this. You are so supported, and you know that when you're doing things with the intention of love and compassion for all, everyone, for the highest good, you will be supported. 
You will radiate and give permission for others to shine just as bright. You allow yourself to open up doors to love, doors to opportunities and adventure and abundance in all ways. Because you're radiating the truth of your identity, your satnam. This is your time to shine. And this is your time to stay true to your soul and thrive. This is your time to step into the truth of your being. This is your time to share your gifts. This is your time to create the life you've always wanted without any limits. This is the time for radical forgiveness and to heal the wounds of the ancestors. This is the time to connect with the spirit that surrounds us to to all the guides that are here with us, our ancestors, our spirit guides, our animal medicine, our plant medicine. All of this has the opportunity to connect us to Gaia and to connect us to the Father Skies so that we may come together and uplift and help heal this planet. Because remember, to have heaven on earth, heaven's not going to drop down. We have to raise the vibration of the earth to reach that heaven on earth. And that's what we're doing right now. By us taking the action and finding that inner peace within and finding what radiates true to ourselves, we allow ourselves to share that out with the world. We allow ourselves to recognize that the inner is creating the outer and we are becoming a vibrational match to what it is we want to achieve. You witness what it is you desire when you become a vibrational match. Not when you make the decision, but when you, when you really choose This is you choosing to reclaim your light. This is you choosing to meet up and match with what it is in your heart that your heart is telling you is it's there. It's there. You see the vision. You see the vision. You just have to trust this process and know as you get through it, you will be protected because I can tell you over the years, I've gone through some scary shit and I'm here right now being able to talk to you because... My intention was always to serve the highest benevolence of love and compassion. And with that, spirit always had my back. I had faith. I have faith. That faith is the thing that's moving me through this journey. I know that whatever happens on the outside world, it can affect my inner peace if I don't allow it to. I'm here because I'm here to help shift in this new paradigm and to help anchor it in. I'm here because I want people like you to really understand your magnificence, your beauty, your grace. I want you to recognize that. I choose for you to recognize that. I see you recognizing that. I choose for you to stay true to your soul. And I choose to forgive anything that comes our way that tries to stop us. This is our time to come together as a sovereign sisterhood. We are goddesses. We are here to create something beautiful. The Sophia is rising. We are seeing the balance, the sacred reunion. The sacred reunion of heaven on earth is us to balance our masculine and feminine energy within. And the biggest thing that I've really wanted to share is that we've grown up as women recently that we have to compete with the boys. 
And because of that, we're driven by our masculine energy. It's such a strong, you know, go after it, take the action steps we need to go to make it happen. But we also need to tap into our intuition, that soft feminine side, what stays true to our heart, to what brings compassion. And I know for me, I was always the tomboy who hung out with all the boys because I never resonated with any of the girls. And me being a tomboy, I, you know, didn't care how I looked. I, like I said before, I was almost uh, pushing 200 pounds. I was that girl in college who wore tie-dye shirts that I made and Sophie shorts and rainbow sandals. And that's what I wore every day just because I didn't care how I looked. I didn't care what my, like my, I didn't care. I just was trying to please people. I was this unhealthy feminine energy. I wasn't taking care of myself, but I had no problem taking care of everyone else. And it really affected me for a long time. And this has been a journey of reclaiming my own feminine energy and healing my own masculine energy. And I know we're seeing that in the world right now too. I think we as women are really stepping into our feminine more. And, you know, we're learning to say no. And us learning to say no is us stepping into our sovereignty. We don't have to listen to what they want us to do, especially if it doesn't resonate with us. You're safe to be yourself. You're safe to reclaim your sovereignty. You're safe to be you. Do what makes you happy, not what makes everyone else happy. And that's something we really need to fix in this collective consciousness, this collective humanity as we know it really because we have to really take care of ourselves in a healthy way and that means honoring our story that means forgiving ourselves that means loving the inner child really loving who we were as a child think of it pre-pubescent years and connecting to that energy again we need to get back to that childlike light And if there's any pain from that time, we need to heal it because we can't create the world that we love if we don't have this solid foundation. We need to have this foundation to build our queendom on, and this foundation needs to be solid. That's what happened to me years ago. I was, before this, I was a music journalist, and I actually was, became a gonzo journalist. I fully immersed myself into the culture And I fully immersed myself into the whole experience. And the only issue was I couldn't build on top of it because my own foundation of my own self, my lower triangle, was so broken. It affected my relationships. It affected my career. It affected all aspects of my life. But I'm so grateful that it happened that way because now I have that humility and I have that compassion for the people that are going through it. And it's like, I've been there. I get it. I don't, I don't repress it. I don't shame it. I don't betray, like deny it. There's no betrayal from it. All of it has been so beautiful and It's really opened my eyes as to what this life is all about. And 
I just really pray and I, my heart is open and intended for you to really use these sessions as a time to wake up and to recognize what's really going on around us, to recognize that you really do have the power to create your life. You are a powerful woman. You are the creator. You are that Adi Shakti. You are here creating, co-creating this beautiful world. And the ball's in our court right now to create something so beautiful and to do, have intention with every breath, really. Are you choosing out of fear or are you choosing out of love? That's something we need to start recognizing. Because if we're choosing out of fear, we're just going to be running around in circles and the lessons are going to continuously come up and it's going to be harder and harder and harder until we really tap in and we really change that perception from fear to love. Welcoming in that miracle. That's a miracle. When we shift from that fear and we live with that faith, when we you know, have that yucky paranoia and then we have that clarity and that awakening. All of that is part of this mass plan that's happening right now. And, you know, as a metaphysicist and a spiritual guardian, almost I feel like, of my own life at least, I'm allowing myself to say no and I'm allowing myself to choose and to navigate through this time and space to help connect and to help support spirit because that's why I'm here. I'm not here for some egoic thing. Yeah, of course I'm here to enjoy the good life, but deep down that's not what really matters. What really matters is how can I serve? How can I be there for my brothers and sisters? How can I make this world a better place today than it was yesterday? That's my driving force. And sometimes we have to make decisions that we're not sure of how it's going to be and we have to take that risks. But when we keep in mind that the universe is, you know, our driving force to help bring that love and to bring that light in, we will be supported and rewarded for taking risks. Because everything happens outside of the comfort zone. Like me doing this podcast interview is me stepping out of the comfort zone because I was so afraid to speak my truth. And even to this this year's Burning Man, I did a sound bath. I taught a sound bath at the temple. And I was doing a ceremony for my grandmother. And I was just like unleashing out so much stuff when I was playing these bowls. And I went to hit my throat chakra bowl and it shattered. And it shattered the day of the man burn. And to me, it was like me clearing away all the lies that I would tell myself about myself. And it was me clearing away any fear, anything that was holding me back from living and radiating my truth and my light. And it was such a powerful experience that I'm so grateful for everything that's led up to this moment right now. Because it's made me more humble, it's made me more compassionate, it's made me more grateful, it's made me more aware, it's made me wiser. It's given me such a gift. I had no idea that this is how beautiful it would be. 
but because I trusted and I did what I could to stay true to myself and I took the time to heal my wounds, this is the beautiful thing that I'm witnessing right now. And I feel so blessed and so grateful. And while there's so much going on in the world, none of it's real. It's just to distract us. And I'm here to reclaim my truth. I'm here to reclaim my light. And I'm here to be me unapologetically. So if you feel like you want to embark on this journey with me, I ask that you subscribe and sign up for the email list. Um, you can visit sabrinariccio.com or shamanessagodessa.guru. Sometimes it's just easier, sabrinariccio.com. But you can sign up for the mailing list, and that will allow you to really keep in touch and to know when these insights come through because I had no, there's no script to this one. This is just me flowing and I never know where spirit's going to guide me. Like I said, but I have faith in the journey. And, uh, if you want to connect with me, you can visit me at Shamanessa Godessa on Instagram. And you can always just reach out and Send me what you feel in the comments of this episode. I have no idea where this journey is going to take me <laughs> doing this pod during the like doing this podcast series, but I'm excited. And I've said that phrase only a few times. And it's because it was true. It took me on wild rides. And I'm still trusting in that process and still watching that unfoldment. And I'm getting out of my own way and I'm connecting to Mother Gaia and I'm living in gratitude and I'm honoring my sisters and my brothers that are stepping up to the plate and I'm sending as much love as I can with every breath within me and everything around me because I have faith that humanity is healing. I have faith that this planet is healing and I have faith in the good things coming. I really, I know the best is yet to come. And I'm really excited to see how this all unfolds. So thank you so much for being here with me and for embarking on my first episode. Ah, I'm so excited. But I just want to say thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Satnam. <laughs>